The pandemic has changed the way that we shop, but shopping online doesn't have to mean that we go straight to the big retail giant. It also gives us access to a whole world of small business startups and local craftspeople. In fact, according to Carmen Chalmers, creator of Support the Makers, this year has seen a massive surge in makers selling what they've created at their kitchen table. Porty resident Carmen is a passionate champion for independent makers. She began with the local Christmas makers markets in Belfield, which will still go on this year. But the enterprise has snowballed into an Instagram with thousands of followers and the creation of an online marketplace. I want to find out a bit more about where this passions come from and how does it even come about that your dog becomes an influencer. Growing up in South Africa, you were used to seeing stuff on the side of the road or traffic lights or markets and things like that. So I think that's where sort of the passion started to support small. Most of the things in my home are pretty unique. All my art, all my decorations, things like that. I would say 90% of the stuff is small independent makers. And then in 2018, I decided to start off the Christmas fair in Portobello and there were 350 people through the door and I thought, oh, that was pretty good, but I wanted to do more. And in the following year, I had 35 makers and we had over 1,500 people through the door, which was pretty phenomenal. There was a queue right out from Belfield and Portobello, right along past 12 triangles. And I had four markets between October and December of last year that were online. One of them was for Portofilo High School, it was a fundraiser, and I think I donated, I think it was £650 to Portofilo School, so I basically charged the makers, but I never took a cut. I gave all that money straight back to the high school. The bonus with the online makers was I was able to reach a bit further and access makers from across the UK that I'd followed for years, but not been able to really do anything because I was always either rebased. And after that, I uh, was kind of less like, oh, now what do I do? Like it's the end of the year and I'm now going to wait a whole other year to have another market. So it was a really very quick conversation with my sister. She is always giving me these ideas and she's like, you run with it, you do this. Or like she'll sow the seed and then of course it's sort of something sparks in my brain. And it was literally a 20 minute conversation, her driving home from the supermarket. And I said, I want to do more, but I don't know what to do. And I ended up starting a new Instagram account and a new Facebook page. And I was created what my business is now called, which is Support the Makers. And the concept was that it was going to be features that I created on social media. I think the first week I hit 100 followers and I was like, oh my goodness, 100 followers in a week. And it then exploded and I was supporting makers from across the world. And I was gaining 1,000 followers a week from the December through to March. And by the end of May, I'd supported, I think it was over a thousand makers with different features. And this was all for free. And I'd supported all these makers doing all these features and I thought, right. So I did a bit of a crowdfunder. I raised some money to get a website. I'm about to launch the November Christmas edition of the website. There is a new category, which is called the perfect gift for under 15 pounds. So the maker pays me a fee and I highlight them for three months on the website. Whatever they sell goes straight to them. So I don't take a cut, I just take the 20 pounds. So I think it's like six pounds something a month. Probably about 80% of the businesses that I've highlighted have all started within the last year, which has been just amazing. It's people that have possibly wanted to do something, have thought about doing something, have got the creative instinct to do it, but have never had the time. And one of my favorite stories, who was a baker in London, and she lost her job and she started off making the tiny little breadsticks 
covered with chocolates and then various different toppings. So you can get like an M&M one. You can get like a crushed candy cane one. And literally her videos, her reels that she used to send me was her standing in a kitchen counter making these things in this tiny little kitchen. And it's one of my favorite stories because now she's done so well. And there are so many makers that have just taken the opportunity to just jump in and go, actually, I'm just going to do it. I recently got a puppy who is seven months old. So he is a brand ambassador for four small businesses as well. He's a dog influencer. Yeah, that's what he is. It's another aspect of me showcasing small businesses through the dog's Instagram account because it's all dog-related stuff. His name is Arlo.TheLasser app. So it's just learning as you go because everything I've had to teach myself. I've done a couple of sort of online social media classes, but I would say 90% of the stuff is just self-taught. I probably spend, I would say, maybe an hour each night, maybe more, just going through Instagram, seeing stuff, and I'll send them a message and approach them. My favourite is possibly jewellery. I'm slightly obsessed with jewellery. Silver jewellery is definitely my thing. Like I've got a silver ring that is made by a local Portobello woman, Jess from Solus sea glass it's a piece of sea glass which was found by my children my art is interior flower which i absolutely love that beautiful scarf that's one of my favorites because it's like a warm hug you just put it on and i just love it what's doing really well at the moment what's the trend textile seems to be really popular the punch needle stuff jewelry is always really popular polymer clay what is polymer almost like femur clay and you bake it in the oven We've now also gone back to live market. I've got one on the 14th of November at Old Dr. Bells in Leith, and then the 5th of December at Belfield in Portobello, and the 19th of December, which is back at Old Dr. Bells. We've also got the Christmas workshop, which is at the Skylock on the 7th of December, and I've got four makers involved in that. It was something that I really wanted to do because I really like doing stuff and making stuff, but I think sometimes it's good to have... The professional teach you how to do it as opposed to just trying to figure it out yourself. But it's also quite a nice experience. So what are the things that you can make at this guy? Fold with Makiko. It's paper origami Christmas decorations. Oh, okay. That workshop's been sold out. The other one is Ellie and Rubster, which is a paper cutting workshop. That one's been sold out. And the other one is a terrazzo coaster workshop. And that's with polymorphics. And the last workshop is a lino print Christmas paper and Christmas cards. So you'll cut out your own lino print stamp and then print your own paper and Christmas cards. And then you'll have the stamp to take away with you as well. And then, of course, you'll have five pounds to spend at the Skylock. Last year, when I was doing one of the online markets, I'd messed up two emails. And I think I phoned her to apologize because I felt so bad. And we were on the phone for about three hours on a Saturday night and we ended up speaking about the most random things. At the end of the day, these are real life people. It's not just this huge big corporation. I think it's really important, especially after the year that we've had, to just reconnect with people and this is how I'm doing it. And I just wanted people to see there's a whole nother world hiding away in this the independent makers across the UK that is just phenomenal. It started off very much as a part-time hobby. Yeah, I do have another job, uh, a single parent as well as two kids. So it's become quite a, a monster that I've created, but I love it. And I met somebody just recently out for a dog walk. I hadn't seen her for a while and she said something that was really peculiar and my friend at the time walked away and said, that was a bit weird. And she actually said to me, oh, is that a real business? Like, you're making money from it. 
And I was like, yes, I am making money from it, but it's not just about the money. I think it's just, it's more than a business. It's a passion. It's this tribe. It feels like I'm doing something really positive and I'm trying to give back as much as I can. The most important bit is I just want people to get on board and support small and feel as passionate as what I am. I'm in no doubt that we need to buy less and be more thoughtful in the choices we make. And perhaps enterprises like Support the Maker are all part of us rethinking gift-giving culture and giving more value to the story of where things have come from.